this is Nancy Yerell, and welcome to Nancy Psychic View on the High Road to Humanity. And today we have David, and is it Gagan? Gagan. Gagan, okay. And it's our external existence, you guys. This is going to be a really fun show. We're going to talk about why we're here. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about death. And we're going to talk a little bit about life and reincarnation and all those cool things. And this guy is really has a wonderful background. And I just want to say welcome, David, to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you're here. And before we get into it, guys, I just really want to bring up what's happening in Israel. Um, this is the headline. This came from NPR. And uh, mediators work to extend Israel-Hamas truce as final planned hostage swap nears. You know, this is some crazy stuff going on here. And um, there is a temporary truce between Israel and Hamas. And it's set to expire today. But mediators in Qatar are trying to extend it for at least another 48 hours. You know, I'm going to tell you what I think about this. I think this gives Hamas a chance to um, reposition themselves. And this really makes me a little bit nervous. But on the flip side, I'm really happy to see that so many people were released. Now, they say um, 30 Palestinians were held in Israel prisons and they were released also. But... Um, you know, there's still a lot more hostages and I won't get into the whole thing, but what I'm seeing and what's coming across the news is a lot of these hostages that were held by Hamas were mistreated. And um, so you guys will have to check that out. But I want to send prayers to both sides, to the Palestinian people and to the Israeli people. And let's hope that they can do something about the terrorists that are over there. Do you want to say anything about this, David? No, I mean I I agree with you. It's it's a it's a complete and total tragedy. It but, is. But uh, you know that we we live in a time where you know sadly this is uh, uh you know this is happening all over the place. You look at the Ukraine. You look at you know down down in Africa all the time. You know we don't see as much of it as we are seeing in uh, in Israel right now in Palestine. But uh, it's a it's a it's a difficult time for humanity right now. It really is. And, you know, I'm I'm glad we're talking about it because I don't think, of course, I believe this is my own feeling. I think we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes on all this stuff. I think we only get little bits and pieces and we receive what we were supposed to receive. But um, intuitively, I think there's more behind the curtain than what we're being shown. Without a doubt. Yeah, honestly. So, but we're glad you're here today. And, you know, David received a BA in mathematics and a BS and a master's degree in electrical engineering. You guys, he spent 16 years designing and managing flight control systems, avionics, and cockpits for the Boeing company. He then joined the U.S. government senior executive service, where he spent nine years in various director positions for the U.S. Army and NASA's electronic research laboratories. You've got quite the background, I have to say. For the last 16 years of his business career, he was the CEO of Cobham Defense Electronic Systems at CDES Corp, a company he founded and grew into the world's leading defense microwave corporation. You'll have to tell us about that. And he was the first employee at his retirement CBES that had over 3,500 employees and a billion dollar in annual revenue. Wow. Um, I will say that after retiring, he wrote The Endless Journey. So if anybody's read that, it's a metaphysical book on the nature of reality. And um, he's been on a lot of radio shows. He has this huge background. I, I will, won't read the whole thing, but um, you've been on a lot of radio shows. You had your own radio show yourself. You're really into this. And now you've written this book. And I got to tell you, this is pretty deep. 
It is. It, it really it, is, it, David. It requires you to pay attention if it you're really reading does. the book. Well, that's okay. It's good. <laughs> David, tell us your story. What prompted you to research for these answers? You were raised an Episcopalian, from what you say. I was, and yeah. uh, science was my bag. So uh, uh, that's how I started out. My father, who always read unusual things, he uh, yeah. uh, he got me into reading things like uh, Velikovsky and uh uh, and uh, Aku Aku and about the pyramids. This is back when I was in high school. And I was thinking, oh. boy, how strange is, is this world? I had no idea what was going on. But, you know, he, he kind of drew me into an interest into this. And, and uh, again, Episcopalian, I, I remember myself sitting in uh, uh, church one day looking around, and uh, I'm probably 14 or something. And I'm thinking, I don't know what the answer is, but this, this isn't it. So I, uh, I, I, I've always had an interest in, in what's going on. Who mm -hmm. am I? Why am I here? What, what, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. what, what are we supposed to be doing? Yeah. And, uh, but I had to make a living. So, uh, I, off I went to college and, uh, popped out an electrical engineer and went to Boeing and, you know, you told the story, but, uh, you know, I did that for 42 years and finally I decided enough is enough. I'm, I'm bailing out of this. But all of that time, I did a lot of travel. I, I was in a lot of hotel rooms by myself at night. I was in on a lot of uh, airplanes uh, and, and such. So I had a lot of time to research. I see. So I, I, you know, I read everything I possibly could about, you know, about really everything. I got into philosophy and I read uh, you know, I, I read, uh, you know, from Plato to Emerson and all the uh, Eastern philosophy, uh, Leo Sue and 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 such. And, and uh, certainly Did you see I the got the Vita. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah that, me was, too. that that was one of the best. I oh, know. Yeah. It's interesting, huh? <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I read the uh, Mahabharata, which, okay, which I read had, that. well, that this, you know, the Bhagavad Gita is a chapter in the Mahabharata. Oh. And uh, it's uh, the Mahabharata is a hugely long book, oh, and man. I and I could only find one translation that that translated. Oh, I, I guess it was the first six books, and there's ten books in this thing, and I cannot and I so I can't read Sanskrit. So uh, yeah. I've read you know you had to read uh, you know just a summary for the for the last part of it, but it's a fascinating book. As you can imagine, if you read the uh, Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, well, that's uh, what I'm, I'm really intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, it was uh, it was fascinating, and and I I went through all you know everything that I could think of, and uh, you know hypnotic regression. I got into the you know psychiatry, you know, and out of body experiences and remote viewing, and and you know. Yeah, and I then saw that. I saw. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I saw that Mark Anthony wrote um in here in your book for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I had, He's been on my show several times. Yeah. Yeah. Mark's a great guy. He was on my show a couple of times too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So I just, uh, you know, I was just fascinated by it all. And, uh, and then I, you know, I, I, I had some ideas that I wanted to put pen to, uh, to paper, uh, but it took me six months from uh, when I retired in uh, a number of years ago 
until I could even start. You know, it took me six months to get the business world out of my head mm-hmm. and uh, and then start uh, doing. I was always fascinated with it, but I couldn't figure out how to organize it. You know, you have all this information in your head and you're trying to put it on a, a piece of paper so somebody can understand it. So you're starting with a blank page and you say, OK, uh, this is what I believe. Uh, it's uh, I found it challenging. Okay, I have a question right off the yes. bat here. So did you ever meditate? Did you begin to meditate after reading all of this literature? I, I did, I did, okay. uh, yes, okay. I, 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 I meditate. Uh, um, I'm not as good at, uh, you know, I can't do out-of-body experiences and so on and so forth, although I do know people who can uh, do that. But uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting. Well, is that how you, now you channel uh, a couple entities. I didn't channel them. I, I, uh, Shepard Hoodwin ch- okay. channeled Michael. And, okay. What about Seth? Uh, Seth, Seth uh, Jane Roberts did Seth. And, okay. uh, and Seth, you know, J- Jane Roberts has written a number of books about it. She died a number of years ago. And, uh, so Seth was, uh, a, a huge source of information, um, on, and, and he had a totally different approach than Michael, uh, did the, the Michael entity. And and so they're both in the uh, in the causal uh, field, so that uh, they come down and uh, are they there? If if you find somebody that can channel them, uh, you can go in and you can ask them all kinds of questions. And I I, I had Shepard on my show a couple of times, and then uh, I had a lot of sessions with him afterwards. And we, you know, talked to you know uh, talked to Michael, and he's it, interesting because. Shepard doesn't know what, uh, you know, exactly what he knows what you're saying afterward, you know, why you're doing it. But he's he's really kind of on the side as a channel. And uh, he'd come back and he'd say, you know, you know, you're the only one that ever asked these esoteric questions. Everybody else wants to find out about themselves. You want to understand how the world works. He says it's fascinating. I've never really uh, run into that. Well, cool. Now, who was uh, did they say who they were? Like, who was Michael? It was it wasn't the archangel, was it? No, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an entity and an entity uh, is a group of a thousand souls that, that, uh, I mean, there could be an entity, there are entities and we're part of an entity, but these are entities that have uh, finished the physical cycle and have finished the astral cycle. And they're right now in the causal uh, field and the causal field they they do a lot of interface with the physical field so you're more likely to have uh, an interface with the uh, you know some organization uh, some group in the causal field so it's one of a thousand and you never know who it is because who you're going to be talking to because although they interface with each other and such uh, they use the name of the last uh, one that was on uh, the physical field. The last name of the last person that finished the physical cycle, that's the name that they use. That's interesting. Well, you know, I channel Archangel Gabriel, but I am a messenger and he's the messenger angel and I'm more of the angelic type. And so my angel stands right next to me and I communicate with her all the time. Now this didn't happen overnight. It took a long time, but I believe that, and I'll just throw this out there, you know, because I'm probably on my angel thing right now, because I'm going to do some speeches, but you know, we all have a guardian angel 
And I think it's up to us, like you decided to make contact, to communicate. And it's the same thing that I have done. And a lot of people have done in different ways. You know, they have spirit guides um, and I just communicate with my angel. And it took, I think, having faith and believing in order to make that connection. What do you think? I, I think you have to have a belief mm -hmm. if you're going to make a connection like that without, without a doubt. Yeah. Now, what you talk about in here, and I totally believe it, is thoughts have power. And I want you to address it because I am huge on the spoken word. I believe that whatever we say, whatever we think, whatever we feel goes out into the universe and the universe complies. But you talk really about the thoughts. So so talk, tell the audience a little bit. We, about we, we are a mind. That's that's all we are. We appear to be a physical entity and and. Uh, we create this physical symbol of ourself, but we're really a mind, and a mind has two products, thought and emotion, mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. So everything that you and I see when we look out the window or around us, it's, it's basically a manifested thought. So the thoughts are created, and we create them, mm -hmm. and, and it's really our soul that creates the world around us, mm -hmm. and, and what what the soul tries to do is tries to give us the experiences that we want. You know, we do a pre-life plan. So the soul says, this is what I want. Right. And then it's, it, it creates this personality and this ego, and nobody can control the ego or any other consciousness. So the ego goes off into the uh, physical world and is focused in the physical world and has no memory of the pre-life plan or the experiences that, uh, uh, that the uh, soul wants. So the ego goes and, and kind of does its thing. Well, you know, the soul is encourages the ego to do what it wants, but uh, it doesn't have to. So the so for the for the uh, soul to to give the ego what it wants, the experience that it wants, it looks at its beliefs, and so it's your beliefs and my beliefs that get manifested by the soul. So uh, the problem here is a lot of times we don't know what our beliefs are. You know, we have these root assumptions that are buried within us that right. we grew up with, with our parents. Well, somebody told like us. Yeah, I, exactly. I just want to interject, right? Because, you know, here's what I think and here's what I've had to do. And I've taught the audience too. I've had to reprogram and I'm still working on reprogramming because from our childhood, you know, until we start to look for the seekers, start to seek, we are programmed with the information that was given to us until we question it and then change that programming. And I really feel that as people are waking up right now and starting to realize this stuff, that they are reprogramming, you know, because I, I, I have to, I can only speak for myself. I was saying things, I started to recognize things that I would never say it with my mom or my dad. Do you know what I mean? I do. So, yeah. I, so do you, do you see that a lot too? Yeah. I, and I, and I think probably one of the hardest things that you can do in life is to change your beliefs. Yes. Especially your core beliefs and your root assumptions. That is a very difficult thing to do. Yes. But once you realize the problems they are causing you, then you are motivated to start looking at yourself and looking at what you what you believe and to start changing them. Uh, one good place to start is self-limitation. Mm -hmm. If you, any belief that limits you 
is is not a correct belief. In other words, yeah. if you, th you if you think you're going to be poor all your life, you will. Well, be. you will be. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> I know because your soul will make sure you're poor. And if you think you're sickly, you will be. Your right. soul will give you the experience that it thinks you want. And that's not necessarily the experience that you do want because you just got yourself in a bad habit with some okay. of your beliefs. Well, hold on a minute. Now, so we, we make our plan before we get here, right? So mm -hmm. we know what our plan is, but then yet you're saying the soul, we do have free will and the soul wants to push us to what we want, but maybe what we want isn't good for us. So is that where the higher self or God comes in and says, wait a minute, we need to make a change here because I really believe, I'll just tell you this, I was at a bad spot and I think the angels really helped me out of it. So I do believe that we have help if we want it, if we ask for it. What do you think? I think you're, the, the last thing you said is the key, if we want it if we ask for it, but if we don't, then we will get, you know, we will go in the direction that we've chosen to go in until we decide to change it. Now, I think our intuition, I think there's a lot of people like a lot of souls, for example, like our spirit guides and, and our inner soul that are encouraging us to do other things. Nobody is here to be a terrorist. Nobody has a pre-planned planned life to be a terrorist, or a, or a criminal or or anything along that line, but they get caught up. They're younger souls. They get caught up in uh, in in things that happen to them, and they lose their way. One of the things that that will happen, I I do think that you know we have an ego that that runs our physical life here, and that's the I that we that you and I think of about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, that uh, that I can change. And because we, we can put, a, our soul can put another ego in there. So it, it, there can be another dominant ego. We have a lot of uh, uh, less dominant egos that can take over. And I think if things get too bad, the soul will try to fix it that way. On the other hand, uh, if, if it doesn't think it can fix it, you'll find that a lot of these terrorists, a lot of these criminals, they die young. Yes. And because the soul says, we're running up some karma here. Uh, I think we better get out of town and try this one all over again with a different set of energies. So I think I th so I I think yes, we are encouraged. Unfortunately, we don't we don't listen, but we are we do have help. We do have help. Yes, I know we have help. And and the other thing is, I want to talk about the ego um, because I can only speak for myself, and I people I've interviewed on the show about the ego, but personally, it. I think we need a little bit of ego to keep going, to be here, to show up in the world, but we've got to learn that it's not all about us. It's about other people and it's about the universe and it's about us as a collective. And I think it's a change of mindset. Like you can have an ego, but not to the point where you're obnoxious or you're harmful to another person, or it's, you know, you're not helping the collective or you're not working um with the divine and you don't like to say god either by the way i wanted to bring that up and i was going to ask so that's a two-part that's a two-part that's a two-part question <laughs> let me start let me start with the ego okay i use the term ego different than you do 
Okay. Uh, the uh, the way I'm using the ego, and I explain it in our eternal existence, is that we uh, they, they we have a consciousness, and our consciousness has three focuses that I point out as other focuses, but it has three main focuses. One is the ego, which is which is a piece of our consciousness that is focused on the physical field. Okay. So it's it's not a it it's not a how egotistical are you? It, it's a, it's a piece of our conscious that allows us to function in the physical field. Then we have a subconscious, and that runs our body. And it also, that subconscious, has within it a, uh, all the past life consciousnesses that we have. And that's why you can do past life regressions, because all that information is in your, is in your uh, subconscious. And then the third part is the inner conscious, and that's basically the soul. So when I say, uh, the, the, when I talk about the ego and I talk about it in the book, I'm talking about the consciousness within us that's focused on this, uh, this field, this physical field, and doesn't remember the, uh, the pre-life plan. Right. No, don't you think we're getting nudged? I think the COVID really nudged everybody to wake up and to start paying attention and start to think outside the box and start to get more, I, I say spiritual, or, you know, start to look for answers like you do. Um, what do you think? Do you think, I, I see a change. I see a change in people right now. I see people starting to question things. I, I, I agree with you. I think yeah. uh, we are progressing spiritually as a, uh, a you know, as a, a humanity, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and some of us are going a little faster than others. And some of them are, uh, are, uh, are, are behind and kicking and screaming and don't want to change. Uh, no. But but they'll come. They'll come they'll as it. as as they get older and wiser. Uh, Michael Michael says that there are no more. You know, there's five different ages of souls that are that inhabit this. Uh, you know, our our planet here, and the very youngest are the infants, and level one infant is the very youngest. And he says that there are not any more level one infants uh, coming on to this planet. If you had, and there, we have, we've reached a point where I think the spiritual world is a bit worried about the aggression level that it allows us to have as free will. So it's saying, okay, we need, we need to get this uh, society a, it up a, a little lot bit. wiser. Let's, yeah, let's kick up the, uh, let's it up the average here. <laughs> now, now you asked me about God. Yes, and, and uh, I use other <laughs> things because God has a connotation to me that uh, that religion has given it, which is is basically this old man that judges you when you die, and and my my view is uh, 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 the universal consciousness or the Tao or all that is is a is an easier way to explain what's going on in the in the world. And we are part of that universal conscious. So yeah. we are part of God, if you will, if you want to yes. use God. I don't have a problem with God. Yes. Uh, you know, I, all I'm saying is that we're a part of it. And I just try to, it's, it's simply semantic so that people understand what I'm talking about a little bit easier than getting into what they, uh, they may have had beliefs right. and concepts over. 
Right. Through your research, I'm just curious because um, I know we all have a little spark of God in all of us, and that's how we are able to create and manifest. And that's what makes us really special. And that's what makes us human. And we are here evolving. But um, as we evolve, and um, I personally, when I meditate, and I, I talk to God all the time, or spirit or source or whatever you want to say, and I don't think it's my higher self. Um, I think I am being, I ask for information and I have a good relationship. Uh, you can say entity or whatever it is, but I know this is just me. I know when I leave here, I'm going back to that source, to that creator, because that's where I came from. And that's where my home is. What do you feel about this whole situation do you connect do you have a relationship with the divine source with the light yeah i i th i think i think everybody does to a certain to a certain degree Thank you. and and uh you know we have spirit guides and uh, if you believe michael most people aren't uh the spirit guides are underemployed because people aren't listening to what they're saying right uh but uh you know as uh, yeah i i i think I think we do. You can get you can get your soul to solve your problems, and and uh, uh, you know, and your soul is all part of the you know the spiritual spiritual world. But you know, you can if you lie there at night and you think of uh, right before you go to sleep, you say you you imagine that you know what you uh, you want to solve and what you want to be like, and you picture yourself. Say you got a bad arm, and you know you're not playing tennis anymore so you picture yourself playing tennis and you 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 make sure that the soul knows that wait a minute that's what he really wants to do yeah. so they'll go and they'll fix the arm for you and uh, or the leg or whatever you can get them to solve your problems and you can get them to solve your problems in your dreams too you can you can you know you can if you you need to you need to make it clear what you want the soul to do and the soul is here to try to help you have your existence i that's why this is really interesting we're having this conversation david because this is why i'm trying to uh, not trying i am uh teaching people how to connect with their guardian angel because we all come in with one and we all leave with one and this is our right hand person you can say and you can do it with spirit guides i like the angels because they have a higher frequency and i I feel secure, but it's cool to note that you have somebody standing right next to you. Who's got your back and that will right. help you. And that will always be there for you. And, you know, I feel like, and I want to know your thoughts on this. I feel like society has just dumbed that down so that we didn't recognize it. I, I think that's true. I think I, and I think it's been going on for a long time. I do too. I think, uh, you know, you, you look at the, uh, some of the, uh, the creators of the re religions, uh, Krishna and Buddha and Christ, you know, they, they all talked about this. And then the trouble is uh, mankind got involved and dumbed it down and tried to take over. Manipulate. And, exactly. Manipulate and, yeah. and get something out of it that maybe they shouldn't have been. Right. But all of the, you, you go back and you study the origins of all of these religions. Uh, they're saying the same thing. And, right. you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's just been divvied up for uh, political purposes. Yeah. And so you feel the same um, that we're down here to learn and we're here to elevate our soul. And um, then we go back to where we came from and then we decide what we do from there. Is that what you pretty much? It's, it's like we're on a business trip, yeah. right? You, you take a business trip and, and, and then you, and then you say, okay, this is my plan. 
on the business trip. This is what I'm going to do. It's going to who I'm going to see. It's what I'm going to try to accomplish. Then you go on the business trip and you find some things that don't go exactly like you thought. Right. So, so you have to deal with them, right? You have to deal with those things, and then you deal with them as best you can. And then you go back and you try to uh, you try to uh, digest what happened on the trip, and then you set up and you have another trip. Yeah, I don't want to have another trip. <laughs> I, 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 you, you may not, but you, you know, we have we have a lot of trips. So I'm telling uh, you, I'm telling you, I'm hoping this is my last trip. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> excuse me, something in your book, and you, there's so much in here, you guys, I just want to say, here's the book, here's what it looks like if you're watching me on YouTube, it's our exter our eternal existence, it's a metaphysical perspective of reality, and it's by David Gagan, and, uh, but what really hit me in your book as I was going through it is the death, death and timing, I want to talk about this, and we've got a little time on the show, you know, you say our birth and our death are sublimely timed by the universe. And I believe that. And death provides an opportunity to reset our priorities, just like you and I were discussing. But you give, what are there? I think there's nine or 10 different, um, you know, scenarios. And the first is when we are um, synchronized with our life plan. And if we are accumulating large amounts of karma, um, then we'll die. Right. Well, then, then, then we're liable to be, uh, yeah, uh, helped, helped off the scene, helped and off brought the scene. back to the business world, and right. uh, and and uh, explained that that's not exactly what we planned on that business trip. Right. Now, the second one I thought was cool too. It was interesting because, um, you know, we feel a lack. If you feel a lack of love, you may re choose to return to the spirit world, and I can relate to that. It yeah. wasn't until, and I'll just say this: I had a narcissistic mother. But it wasn't until I connected with the divine really and have this relationship that I really felt the love. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do that. And they, there's so much hate and fear and anger on the earth. I think a lot, this may happen to a lot of people. Where they, uh, I think it does. And it's not just people, it's animals too. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Oh yeah. It's animals too. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, we, we're, we, we need the love. One of the things that we're learning here is is to put love back in our life when you go yes. to the astral plane you feel this uh, euphoria of love well we we don't have that feeling here and that's one of the things that we're being taught to to understand and learn and put back into our life and when we don't succeed then then after a while we get discouraged and move on yeah we, I just we, thought this was real. I thought this part of your book was really interesting. I hope you don't mind if I go through these. Um, no. The, the third is the body may have lost usefulness as a learning and experiencing tool. So if you feel like you're not learning anything, you're not gaining any more knowledge. Yeah, and that's and that's generally when you're either old or sick, and you've gotten to the point where you really just can't, you just can't, you know, get get things accomplished and have the experiences that you want to have. So, you know, so then you, you, you'll bail out. Okay. Now this one, I have, a, this is a two-parter because you say it may, you may have completed your plan. Now, what I'm going to ask you, and you may or may not know this, I had someone channel one time for me, and this is years ago. And they said, Nancy, you had three different plans. You're on, you're starting your third. I accomplished my first and my second, and now I'm on my third. Have you heard that before? Sure. Sure. Okay. You know that you, 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 the you audience. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we get it. You, you, you know, the, your plan has a whole bunch of things in it. Okay. So, so the chances of you finishing your plan would be really towards the end of the lives that you're going to do, because there's always other things that you can do or almost always, but you get, you know, there's certain things that you, you might say, Hey, this is what I wanted to accomplish. The soul says, this is what we were trying to do. And by, you know, by God, you did it, but, but it's not the normal thing. It wouldn't be, you know, the average person saying, boy, I had such a great life and I'm done with everything that, you know, this is, that particular one that I put in there was to try to cover all bases. But most of us, we have so many things that we can do next that that wouldn't be a normal uh, way to uh, to, to uh, end a life. Okay. All right. I just, that, that intrigued me. Okay. The fifth is inner consciousness might use this death to protest conditions it feels intolerable. So if you're in a really bad relationship or if you're in prison or something like that, is that what you mean by that? Or, or uh, living conditions in that particular culture are okay. unacceptable. Okay. And, and so you, you'd, uh, you, you would, you would likely, you know, you could, you could say, Hey, I'm, I'm bailing out because of this. Okay. Or, um, experience from a different perspective. You, if you don't, which I thought, so you didn't like your perspective. So you want to die and, and go back and look at other things. I don't know. I don't get that one. They, they, we come down here with biases. All right. Okay. We have, we have attitudes. Uh, we have goals. We have uh, uh, a characteristic uh, obstacles that we want to uh, 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 try to, to work on. And so we come down to look at the world from a certain perspective. Gotcha. And, and when there are, there will be a time that we say, we, we could say, Hey, we've seen the world that we're looking at from this perspective. Now I want to go back, change my biases and come back and look at the world differently. For mm -hmm. example, you know, we come down here and right now the, the hot type, uh, item is, uh, liberals and conservatives, right? You're either a liberal or you're a conservative that we're told. Okay. Well, and, and uh, that's the key one, word. I'm going to stop you. We're told that was exactly. the key word right there. That's what the media tells us. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we come down here and, and we have a certain perspective and it's biased in a certain way. Mm. And, and we think that's the right way. And, and the, uh, somebody else will see the same set of circumstances, but they'll be biased differently. Mm. And, and they'll think that you're a hundred percent wrong. And it's some other way. Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, if we were a liberal this this time, we we were either a conservative the last time or the next time, uh, and vice versa. So we we go back and forth just to try to have different perspectives. All, all we're doing is okay. having experiences and having perspectives, and the soul is setting us up to have to see our experience in one direction and from one perspective, and then it'll want to know about it from another perspective that's interesting may not be your next life but it will yeah. be some life some life i like that you say we come down with attitude <laughs> we do because i do. think i did i know i did <laughs> <laughs> that's but, funny okay so the seventh is when you just get old and you die and that's it and that's a natural one and then well, the eighth one is once the body reaches a certain pain threshold and that's if maybe you're in an accident or you're ill is that correct 
Yeah, and you see that you see that in outer body or, or near death experiences, where right. where the uh, uh, the individual who dies and comes back because that's why it's near death, they'll tell you that they have left the body just before the accident occurred. Yes. Now, when they come back in, they've got this all beat up body, but they've right. agreed to do that, right? right. Uh, so so. Uh, you know, if somebody is going to get shot, somebody dies, something along that line. Generally, the soul or the or the the, the soul will get the the con sub uh, the ego and the subconscious out uh, just before the pain hits. Wow, that's really interesting, and I believe that. I agree with you on that one. Okay, and then um, some deaths are involved with karmic ribbons. When we <clears throat> interfere with somebody else's uh, choices, when we interfere with somebody else's uh, free will, then we owe them the energy that they put into that life. Okay. And that's what is known as karma. So there's a karmic ribbon that is tied between the two people. So uh, my last life was a karmic life. I was a... Uh, uh, a, a Japanese soldier that was blown away in early part of World War II. And it was a karmic life. And so uh, so yeah. I, I had to learn. So apparently somewhere along the line, I, uh, I did that to somebody else. So I had to learn the lesson uh, that they had to learn. So your car, you can, you know, you ha can have karmic lives and you can have a lot of karma that doesn't kill you but you can right. also have karma that does. Right. Now I've had someone tell me um, that I, in biblical times, I, I was in biblical times and I did something. I don't know what I did. It was, it was when Jesus was around. So I probably, you know, I've got such a, a strong, uh, powerful personality. I probably did something like, Hey, but um, they said to me, and this was interesting. And it kind of goes with what you're saying is that I had to climb back up the ladder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're saying that we're always climbing back down and climbing back up. It's a constant, like with each reincarnation, you know, it all depends on what you did and then you're coming back. But the goal is, I just want to throw this out there, is to get back up the ladder. So we go back to source, right? Right. You have to get rid of your karma before you, uh, before you, before you do, do it. it. But, yeah. but there's <clears throat> getting back to source is a long, is a long task. We all work our way up. And then when you get back, eternity's not over. So then you have to say, now what are you going to do? You want to go back and do another uh, cycle through, uh, you know, through the uh, uh, fields of creation? Do you want to start this over again? Or do you want to go uh, get involved with a star and try to run a star? What do you want to do? Yeah. And, and, cool. and <laughs> yeah, it is. So we do have choices. We came here because we chose to come here. We right. Nobody forced us to come here. This was our decision. And on some days you might say, Really? How was I thinking? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But, but, but you know, uh, you get, uh, you know, but we, we have free will. We choose we to, we, we choose do. to come here. We chose that. I for better say, for worse. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, but you know, I feel like, and I want to know what you think. I feel like every time I get over another hurdle and get over another hurdle, I feel freer, the more freer I feel. Yeah. Uh, when, once you, you have an experience yeah. and what I found in, in, 
in my world is that I would have an experience and things would be going along smoothly and all of a sudden things would start getting difficult and annoying and I, and I wasn't happy with that. So I'd make changes. Right. And the, you know, these annoying things weren't, weren't happenstance. They were planned mm-hmm. so that I would get myself Move on. To, yeah. to go do something else. Like when I left Boeing, you know, I, you know, then I went to the government and the government was great, learned a lot, did a lot of things. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it got tedious and tiresome and annoying so that I went and built a, built another company. And then I, you know, and everything has its time and they will, you have to listen, listen to your intuition. You have to listen to what's going on, but you can look back at your life and you look at, break it up into segments and the segments can be relationships. They can be jobs. They can be locations. They can be all kinds of things. Family. Yeah. Family. Yeah. And, and you look at that and you can, and, and then you could see what you learned in that, in that period. And then that, that ends. And then you start another period because you're, you're trying to work on your next experience. Right. And I think it's great. And that's right. That's how I feel, you know, and if you don't, I'll just say this one more time. If you don't do it, like I was in a relationship and I wasn't getting out and the angels, like they intervene, God, angels, your God, they will intervene to help you move forward. And whether it's a job or whether it's a relationship, they just do. And I know that for sure. Cause I've seen it, you know, I witnessed it. It's just kind of crazy. You know what? This is a sad part, but I want to talk about um, suicide because I've always felt that if you commit suicide, you're, you don't complete your plan. You're just going to come back and have to do it again. What did you find out with your. Um, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to come back. You, you can't run away from your problems. No. And those, and if you committed suicide, it's, it's because of uh, a set of problems right. and those problems have, have to be dealt with one way or the other so you're going to have to come back and 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 so your soul is going to have to create another personality and uh and you're part of that personality you know your your past lives are part of who you are today and you're going to have to go back go back and deal with those issues that we can't run away from our issues if we have problems we got to deal with them and suicide suicide is never the right answer it's never the right answer i agree you know, there's a lot of information in here and there's so much research. I mean, we could do a five hour show and not get done with all of it. But I just want to know through all your research, um, what was the most eye opening thing for you that you didn't know? Well, uh, the most is uh, a challenging uh, thing because there's all kinds of stuff I didn't know. Uh, I think the fact that we control our own life and and it's our beliefs that are that are causing our, our problems and our and our successes and and you know that we we it's easy to to think of yourself as a victim and you say well you know it's it's my parents did this to me or or the government's doing this to yes. me or my spouse is doing this to me or or whoever and what you what you realize what i eventually realized was that i was doing everything to myself Nobody is doing anything to anybody. You're you're doing it all to yourself. And once you realize that, then you can change it. But if you don't realize it, you 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 know you you just keep doing it to yourself. And yeah. it, it make it makes you sick. You can make yourself sick. And matter of fact, most of these sicknesses are because of our our activity, our actions. We cause this stuff. We we attract it to us, and our beliefs will attract this stuff to us. 
That's right. Because our soul thinks that's what we want. Because exactly. That's, what we're thinking. that's the experience we want. That's yeah. what it thinks. So if we're focused on it, uh, then that's what's going to happen. If you have a parent or especially two parents and they both got uh, cancer and you're sure that you're going to get cancer. So I what know, do you and do? You, and once you, you hear, once you get this stuff and you hear people talking about it, you're like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I, I, I know. And, and, you know, and you, so you look at, you, you, you know, you look at all the ads that you see and they're all about how to prevent cancer and, and this cancer and you, and, you know, you get on television and, you know, and they'll tell you, Hey, if you sneezed last night, you more than likely have cancer today. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and so you're thinking about it all the time. Well, you attract it to you. Right. You know, and somebody, I was on a show the other day and somebody asked what I thought about family curses. Oh, uh, and I said, curse? that, that, that curses don't exist. All no. has happened is somebody has given you some core beliefs uh-huh. and, and you focused on you, you're, you as a child, you got them early, you focused on them and you created and manifested the phenomena for you this time around. Right. So, uh, energy you know, goes, energy goes where energy flows, where your attention goes. It is. It does. Without yeah, a doubt. it's true. Yeah. It's true. You know, while you're talking about this, I'm thinking, Every day is a new day. It's really interesting how God set this up or spirit or whatever you want to say. But each day you can start over. Each day you have an opportunity to do it different. Each day you can change. You know, we have this ability to be whoever we want to be. We create our own reality. It's amazing. Have you created, obviously you've created a new reality for yourself. I I have yeah every 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 time I made a change you know you end up creating a reality and uh, most of my changes have been positive so I felt you know pretty good about it but it's easy enough to uh, you know to get yourself in a self-limiting mode and uh, you know and then if you do that and you find your life isn't going well you don't have to look anywhere else except inside you to change it you can make it change because your soul will change it it will manifest something that is more li uh, likable more comfortable for you in your life it will change your life mm -hmm. but you have to ask it you have to recognize what you don't like and then say hey let's get this changed please and they will bless. change you're it. right you are so right on i have to tell it took me a long time to get to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too I love it. I love it. And part of this does come with age in with living, just living, experiencing. And then you start to realize, and like you, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are looking for the truth. There's a lot of seekers and there's more and more and more. Do you see that as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The world is improving. It doesn't appear it because the front pages of the, uh, yeah. You know, of the paper, uh, if anybody reads the paper anymore, I'm one of the few uh, old guys that does. But yeah. whatever you're reading, uh, it doesn't look good in the papers, but people are improving. What you don't recognize is that there's seven, eight billion people on this planet, and most of them are having solid, decent, good lives. And and so and they're improving, they're growing and more and more people are are you know, are, are coming around and learning. You just, you, you know, you just don't notice it. But if you look around your neighborhood, you'll notice it. Uh, you know, you look around where you are, you'll see that most people in, in most neighborhoods, not every neighborhood, but in most neighborhoods, you can see that people are going about having, you know, a, a good life. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. Well, what would you like to leave us with today? We've been here for almost an hour. I can't believe it's gone so quick. 
any information that you'd like to share with the audience before we get out of here? You're such an interesting guy. I'm so glad you came on, David. Well, well thank you very much. I'm very glad I came on too. You know, I, I think basically if people could just realize that they're in control of their life, that's the, that's the one message that I'd leave everybody. You are in control of your life. And if you don't like something that's going on, you can change it and nobody else can change it. Nobody else is capable of changing your life. You're the only person that can do it, but it is well within your capability. Talk to your soul, believe that you can do it and make whatever changes that you, you, you want to change and, and, and pick something, you, you know, start with something and, you know, start with the thing that's bothering you the most mm -hmm. and pick it and, and start, start uh, making some changes. Yeah. Go within. I think I've had so many different people on the show and you brought it up briefly in our conversation today where mm -hmm. we all need to go within and work on ourselves, things that happened in our childhood, things that happened through our lives and resolve those issues so we can move forward. Because a lot of times we are stuck in that we keep reliving the, the scenarios over and over in our head. And that's where the change has to be made. And, right. and you said that as well, to go within. And I think I, I see that a lot, you know, on the show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, how I bet you've had wonderful response on the book. Well, uh, so far, you know, it only gets released. It got got released in the UK last uh, Friday, and okay. it gets released in the uh, US and the rest of the world this Friday, December first. Oh, 1st. you guys, we got it early. Oh, I'll so, get the show out right away for us uh, so that you can, <laughs> yeah, for your launch. That's fantastic. Yeah. I just want to thank you for writing it, putting all this information together. I mean, people need this right now, so God bless for this. You know, thank you. Thank you. A lot of good information, you guys, in this book. Uh, before we get out of here today, you guys, I'm going to be in L.A. in February. Come and see me. I'll be at the Hilton LAX. I'll be at the Conscious Life Expo talking about angels and angel communication and spiritual law. Come and get your wings. And then I will be in Florida, you guys, in March. Uh, Boca Deerfield Beach, Florida, March 16th and 17th at the New Life Expo. Come and see me. And I just relaunched my new my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You, and I'm working on my new book. So everybody stay tuned. I just want to tell everyone, thank you for supporting us and tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Everyone take care and God bless. It's, um, you know, we have the hot air balloon fiesta in Albuquerque and um, I've done it. And it's, it's wonderful when you're up there because it's so quiet. What do you think? Yes, it is. When it's you're up in the quiet. air, it's so quiet. You could just, it's just, it's peaceful, isn't it? Yes, very it's peaceful. peaceful. Very peaceful. Yeah. And I it, is, it was over the fairy chimneys, and that's what made it so special. Oh. The fairy chimneys, that was the most special thing. Oh, my God. Pointed, pointed chimneys all over. Wow. And this is in South Africa. No, no, Turkey, Cappadocia. In Turkey, in Turkey. And you go at sunrise, so you've got the sun on the one side, and you know how blessed we were. We had the moon on the other side. Okay. We had the sun and the moon at sunrise. <laughs> it was amazing. And oh all these, God. we're about 100 colored air balloons, hot air balloons in the sky at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Dale, if people want to find you, how do they get in touch with you? I mean, because you, 
if they want to do a workshop with you, can they do it by Zoom or do they have to be in South Africa or is there somewhere here? Talk to us about your, your information. I haven't actually, to be honest, um, Nancy, I haven't actually organized anything to do on Zoom. Okay. I probably would have to. Right. Um, they could always contact me if they need questions uh, via my email, which I think I've given to you. Okay. And should I put your email in the notes? Yes. It's D-A-L-E-R at telcomsa.net. Okay. Yeah. So they can email me if they want to know more or anything like that. And, you know, I can work on planning something. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes, it would be. It would be great. I would take it. If you do it, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take your class. You. Okay, that's great. Well, yeah. I think it's great. Well, because you have motivated us to get out there and to get the mandala and to color because color and, and I find just the the um act of coloring is so calming to the to it the is. body, to it, the soul. It, it really is. I, I think that's why adult coloring books have become so popular um yes. today because i think that people just it's it's a relaxing thing to do but with the color and the mandala having meaning i mean what a magnificent way to heal yourself and when you write down as you're doing it with the writing it's more powerful because it's you know when you write something and do something it's more powerful than just speaking so i find that's important and the thing is one can sit on a weekend on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon and the whole family can sit around the table and do one. It's yeah. something you can do together. Okay. All right. Cool. Which I think is lovely. How okay. often do people do something different together? Well, and that's what we need to do more of. We need to bring yeah. community together and bring people yeah. together. Well, Dale, I'm thrilled that you came on today. Is there anything that you want to leave us with? What do you want to tell us before we get out of here? I don't know if there's time for a short butterfly meditation. Oh, let's do it. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I've written up a lot of different uh, meditations for different things. Okay, let's and do this it. Is, it's a very short one and it relates to the color and things. Okay. So okay. I'm in. Visualization is extremely important for creating and manifesting. Yes. And I do this on all my workshops, Nancy. Okay. I've been doing it since I was a little child. I visualize very easily, but some people find it challenging and they need to practice it. So now today I'd like us to get a feeling of butterfly wings in this meditation. So if you can just close your eyes gently. It's easier to, to do this with the eyes closed. Okay. And now focus your attention to the place on your back where you would imagine having butterfly wings. You can move your shoulders a little bit and get a feeling of butterfly wings. And just imagine feeling what the size of your wings are like. Are they small wings, medium ones, or are they very large wings? Just get a feel for the size of the wings. And then get a feel for how easily they move. Do they feel loose or tight? Are they jammed somewhere? Do you perhaps need to, they need to be eased up gently for easier movement? Or they need some really firm work to release them? 
are they too eager to just flap and fly away at the first sign of something different, fearing the unknown? Or are they ready to rest a while and experience something new? Get a feel for what colors they are. Are they one color or do they have many colors? Are they red with anger or passion? Are they orange with bliss? Perhaps they sunshine yellow filled with happiness or maybe yellow with fear. Perhaps they're pink and filled with unconditional love. Maybe they're green, filled with harmony or perhaps envy. Pale blue, peaceful wings are great. Or maybe they're afraid of communicating. Are they dark blue and wise? Perhaps violet for inspiration and transmuting negativity. They could also be rainbow colored. Perhaps they feel black with anger and hidden desires or just pure white. Mm -hmm. No matter what color your wings are, we are all unique and beautiful butterflies. Breathe in peace and love into your heart center. Feel it warmly expand and fill your whole body. Draw it into every cell of your body. Breathe in love again into your heart center and feel it flow throughout your entire body. Just allow the feeling of unconditional love to flow for another few moments. And then gently open your eyes to the present moment on the next out breath that feels good. I love it. I did it with my angel wings. Oh, goody, that's also good. I know I was thinking I did it yes. was really good thank you god bless that was good really job. cool you made it's my day today Dale uh, thank you and I thank you, you for asking me to come on your show oh Talk yeah I think, yes everybody benefits yeah. so much you're such a knowledgeable yes. lady and we're so blessed to have you here to help us thank you, and, yeah thanks for helping you really helped me and I know you helped the audience you guys, we got to get out of here for today. I want to mention that I'm going to be in Florida in March, you guys, the 16th and the 17th. I will be at the Life uh, Conscious Expo. I will be talking about angels and I'm going to be doing my own workshop in LA. You guys will come see me, I hope, in February. It'll be Saturday the 10th. I'll be at the, the Conscious Life Expo and that'll be at LAX. And I'm going to do a 90 minute workshop and I'm going to help everybody connect with their angels. So I'm really excited about that. And you guys check out my book. I just relaunched it. Wake up. The universe is speaking to you. Um, Dale. Oh. Yeah. Thanks again. We're going to get out of here for today, but I hope everybody thanks. has a fabulous holiday and continue on this week. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye, <laughs> bye gifts for everybody. Bye. Bye. Take care and God bless. Thanks. You too.